Welcome back to the Peterman Podcast. I'm here today with Brandon Penn again. We, he has returned, <laughs> and we're going to talk about Star Wars. Yes, we are. One of our favorite things to nerd out about. This first episode is about the original trilogy. Um, I just had the pleasure to watch these again just this past week. So I've got it all fresh in my mind. Did you come to love them or hate them more? <laughs> I think... Well, we were watching with people that hadn't seen them before. Oh. So it was like, hmm, kind of trying to watch them like, as if I was watching it for the first time. And like, what would I think? So what did they think? Have they been exposed to Star Wars at all? I think... So it was Riley and Mo. Mo had okay. seen The Last Jedi. Was the only one she had seen. I know. <laughs> and Riley, I don't She know. started with The Last Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I don't know if... I don't know what Riley had seen. I don't know if she had seen much at all. Maybe just clips of things. Um, yeah. Wow. So it was... They, we watched the first one and like... A New oh, Hope, that was great. right? Yes, That's yes. Okay. A New Hope. But when I, I refer, <laughs> when I refer to like the first, second, third, I'm going to refer in chron- chronological like release, release order. Release yeah. order, yes. So if I say the first movies, I'm referring to the original trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. So the correct way. The, <laughs> the, the way that we're going to do the podcast. Yeah. Um, they were, they're like, it was good. I don't think we love it as much as you guys do. We're like, just wait, just wait. It gets yeah, better. It gets better. <laughs> it's, and I almost, we know it's from 1977, but just <laughs> calm down. And it was funny because I, I kind of said um, sometimes you almost love the world of Star Wars more than the movies themselves. Mm-hmm. Like the movies are how the world is communicated. Like that's what it com- comes through. That's so true. Like, yeah. Because it's funny to watch a new hope. It feels when you watch them back to back, it's like, wow, A New Hope felt so much like a project that was barely scrapped together. <laughs> and then Empire in comparison is like, wow, this is a real solid, coherent movie. Yep. With like, like, everything was top, like the next level, like all the dialogue. Well, like this, the di- like the t- actual sound of the dialogue was cleaner. It was more consistent. Like um, Keegan was noticing like in A New Hope, the sound is always changing. Like you'd hear hisses in, in the yeah. bad production sound, and then it go to ADR. I hate when movies do that. <laughs> and or like just the look of Empire, it just looks so much more like a legit movie. It looks like it's made ten years later, but it was three. So okay, do you know? Because I've heard different things, and I don't even know. Which you know, am I ashamed to say that? I don't know. But do you know if when he when George Lucas wrote them? Mm-hmm. Did he write four, five, six, or did he write four, and then after they made it, he wrote five, six? How did he? Uh, how did he come up with the whole story of the, like the original trilogy? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know because I've heard. I've honestly heard different things. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I don't know which one is true. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question because I know he. I know he had like the prequels in mind from the start. Right. I don't know because he didn't. On the original release of Star Wars, it didn't say Episode Four or anything. It, it was just Star right, Wars, just and then the and then the crawl mm-hmm. didn't have any title or anything added to that. Because um, I almost feel like I would he, assume he had he didn't mind. I feel like he would have had to, but I feel like it was almost made as a, you know, okay, I'm gonna 
I'm going to make this movie and hopefully it does good. Mm-hmm. And the movie has to have like, you know, beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. So that if it doesn't do good, it's like a one-off and no one really cares about it, but it's still cohesive, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like Empire, you can't, I mean, well, this always happens with like the second movie, right? It's like you can't watch it and then not be like, I want to watch the third one now, <laughs> right? Because yep. you like, that cliffhanger element just mm-hmm. isn't there for like most of any first movie in like a trilogy. It's like it could end there if it needed to. Yeah. So except for the Maze Runner. Okay. That is <laughs> the biggest. But you know, because you know that there's books, so you know that there's going to be right. Three like movies. when they plan that ahead. But that's what I'm wondering is if he had four in there as like a oh I just have like a story in my head that I want to mm-hmm. do or was it no, I'm going to do four, five, six, and then, like, all these other ones are going to be... And it's like, if was that all in his mind to... I don't know. I'd love to sit down and just talk with him for, like, yeah. over over tea or something. <laughs> tea? Cause I want to know he how he Because he drinks tea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, what are your thoughts about A New Hope? What... Well, let's start with this. How do you remember the first time you watched it? I do actually. Um, <laughs> I think I watched it in pieces. Really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is kind of bad. So, oh, did I know about Star Wars? I don't think I knew about Star Wars before watching it, okay. but I remember it being on TV, and my dad was watching it because he, because he, uh, he likes them. And he grew up with them, obviously. Yeah. So. I saw bits and pieces of four and then like through the middle. And I want to say I saw the ending of it and I was like, this is so cool. You know, like (laughs) I was really young, but I was like, this is so cool. Like I want to see more or whatever. And then the next time it was on TV, I remember we watched the whole thing Hmm. or like, because I think it, I mean, whenever they have Star Wars on TV, it's always a marathon, right? Like it's four, five, six, or it's, or it's all (laughs) nine of them now or whatever. But um, the second time when I watched it and I watched all the way through, I was actually like, I got really scared of, um, because when I was younger, right, I got really scared of like Darth Vader and then like what the Empire like did to, you know, his aunt and uncle and everything and like just burned them. And I was like, I like that terrified me as a kid. Like when, like I grew up with Star Wars, so you don't realize like they got burned to a crisp. Like, just think about it for a second. You <laughs> see that image? Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, well, it, it. You have to watch it again when you're older. Well, to and like Luke's, Luke's reaction to it was very pure. <laughs> like his eyes were very fearful. You know, like yeah. you could see, like, oh my word, what? Uh, it was just like dread on him, and then you see the image, and you're, then you're like, ah, uh, you get the same like feeling. That's heavy, dude. And to be honest, back in 1977, I, I wonder. You know, yeah, how that went over. How bold was that? Yeah. Um, but I I just remember watching it and thinking, oh, my word. This is the coolest thing. Like, how I old, loved lightsabers. How old were you? you I think? don't know. I was like... When did... Okay, when did Revenge of the Sith come out? 2005. Okay, so I was six when that came out. It was before that because I saw... I saw four, five, and six before that. Okay. So I don't know how old I was, but it was definitely before I was six years old. And it had to be it had to be at least like a year or two. Hmm. Because I don't remember 
I remember when Revenge of the Sith came out, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to, we got to go see it. You know, like, that's the first one I remember uh, that was in theaters. And I was like, we've got to go see it. And then, obviously, my dad was like, no, because it's PG-13. And, like, yeah. you know, they went and saw it first and everything. And, like, they weren't going to let me watch it, right? Because just of, like, what happens to Anakin. And it's very, you know kind of messes with your mind in a way yeah right <laughs> so it's pretty dark when you think about it yeah like it's a it's a dark episode but so it had to be before that was when i watched four five and six and i remember we actually borrowed five and six from my cousins so that's how i saw those and then from there it was like a mar- it was, you know mini marathon right where it's like okay yeah. i'll watch five and six now and then from that moment i was hooked and i was like you know I want Legos of Star Wars, <laughs> the games, everything. Like, Star Wars is everything right now to me. And, you know, I want, like, Yoda's, you know, plastic green lightsaber at Target that's $10. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I don't know. I thought... I just remember growing up in a Star Wars world almost. Yeah. Like, it's... I don't remember not being a fan of Star Wars. Yeah. You know I what think, I mean? I think I was, like... I've always grown up knowing about Star Wars, and I think I probably watched it when I was four or five. I because we had a projector in our basement, so I remember the image of of uh, New Hope on the wall, me paying mostly attention. Okay. <laughs> and I did so. I've it's been a long time, like in just the last couple of years, that I've been able to watch it without like unbiased, and just okay, watch it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to watch it like that. You're like, wow. So what how, do you? How did they? get this movie together do you do you view them differently now than when you were growing up or when you or when you watch it is it like oh nostalgia i do have a ton of nostalgia but i also i think i am able to just watch them objectively now and so i notice things as individual movies or as like a set of like a like a story set i think both okay (laughs) (laughs) like i really notice now the like the difference from a new hope to empire how how much the production value went up and everything mm-hmm. um yeah i feel like between those two movies was just a time for them to really think about okay where do we actually want to take the story mm-hmm. where where do we want to take the world or grow it or how do we yeah. grow it right i feel like empire is one of the best sequels of all time just because it felt it feels very like they know where they're going. It feels very intentional and very thought out. It, you know, you never feel like you're wandering. Like, okay, where are we trying to go with this? And that's what makes me think that he had he had to have had all this in his brain. Yeah, when he was going. Through I mean, four. if he had prequels, he must have had the rest of well, the yeah. original trilogy too. And One of the had, best questions or what lines or whatever that uh, old Ben says when he was like talking about the Clone Wars to Luke and everything. It's like, oh, that's well, the Clone Wars now. Yeah, it's it's so cool. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings where there's history from the stuff. Like, you start not at the very beginning of history of this topic. That's when you know that your world is complete. <laughs> when, you, yeah. when, when you're building a world and then you can throw in there in the movie or in the script past events and, like, you don't have to sit and describe them in detail, but if you, like, can reference them and, and you have it in your brain, like, oh, this happened, right? Like, oh, the Clone Wars happened and the fall mm-hmm. happened. It just, it's so, it's so enticing to the viewer. And same thing with, like, what you're talking about with Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. right? They reference all these different time periods or, yeah. like, different stories that happen. It's like, you could go and make that story yeah. and people would 
instantly be interested be like oh i want to see this because he mentioned it and yeah you're just thousands of years of history yeah it's so cool yeah so what are you thought so what were your first okay what do you think about a new hope now that you're older um like have you watched it recently within the last year yeah yeah um it's not okay so a new hope isn't something that i you know movie night what do you want to watch i want to watch a new hope it's not that kind of movie for me (laughs) but it's like for me it's just more nostalgia and it's more it's more of i see it as like wow this started it all yeah i was gonna say that it's fun to see where it started from and how far it came so for me, it's it's kind of that feeling. I'm just like, wow, this is the start of so much history. Yeah. Of just, I mean, look around the world, or mm-hmm. at least America. You know, today it's like you can't go anywhere without getting some kind of Star Wars reference. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Have you ever seen the the YouTube video essay "How Star Wars Was Saved in the Edit"? No. Oh, it's fascinating. So it talks about how talking about like a new hope. Mm-hmm. So it was originally when they showed the rough cut to like Steven Spielberg and a bunch of other mm-hmm. director friends of Lucas. They're like, this is crap. <laughs> this, this is like, it was nice. terrible. So they took it. And I don't, I don't remember for how long, but they worked on it. They totally redid the whole, like they totally moved around everything. They cut out a bunch of extra stuff and totally reworked the whole movie in the edit. Like it's totally different than the rough cut. Wow. And that like saved it. And it's just fascinating. Like, what if they didn't succeed? So what if they or what did they what did they have to change? So they like cut out a lot of um like Luke's ordinary life on Tatooine, like showing him with friends and stuff huh. and just kind of boring stuff that didn't advance the plot and characters that didn't even come back later. Mm-hmm. So they cut those out. They moved around a lot of the cutbacks to um Star Destroyers and stuff. So they moved those around so that the story flew, flew, f- flowed better. Flowed. Flew better. <laughs> it flew through a lot cleaner. So, yeah, it's just... It's very fascinating. You gotta watch it. Hmm. That's my biggest worry whenever I'm writing something. is like, is this gonna be too boring? You know, it's, or if it's like, is Luke sitting on oh, this planet oh, drinking oh, oh. blue milk too long? Or <laughs> And in the original film, the original cut, the Death Star was not about to blow up the Rebel base. What? What was it doing? It, they were. It was just sitting there, just floating. It was just sitting in space, and they were just going to go blow it up and kill a bunch of people. What? Yeah. So they did all that in post because if you watch it, nobody. It's always off-screen dialogue that says four minutes until, like in range or whatever, and it's coming around the planet. You know? That no graphic. way. That's all afterwards. So it totally that totally changes the climax of the film. Wow! But now, like looking back on it, it's totally filmed mm-hmm. that way. Like it, or it seems like it's filmed that way with everybody's reactions, mm-hmm. right? It's very well done. No way! That's cool. I didn't know that. It's insane. Like the dude in the video, he's like, he he like says it twice. Let me say that again. The Reb- the Death Star was not about to blow up the Rebel base. So it was just sitting there. I'm yeah. trying to think back. I mean, I I know what you're talking about. You know, like Death Star in range and <laughs> yep. T minus three minutes. So was the when like they're saying that, and then the camera is on, um, like the graphic. Yeah, is that edited? They too? must have added that in. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Huh. Pay your editors more money. <laughs> I know. And the, the main editor was Marsha Lucas, his then wife. So oh, okay. she was one of the biggest collaborators. So thanks to Marsha for the voice of making reason. it work. Because <laughs> imagine if they didn't succeed. Imagine if, if we didn't oh, have Star Wars. What would your life look? Well, my life would look totally different. I mean, yeah. I love Star Wars. What, what would you be into instead? That's crazy. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> What if that's a good question? What if what if Star Wars or Marvel or like any of these big, you know, storylines and worlds? What if they're just they weren't here? What would you do? What what, what would you be into growing up as like a yeah. kid? Like oh, this is so cool. What would you like look up to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That would be an interesting world. Yeah. Um. So wow, I'm still caught up on that whole editing thing with four. Yeah. Or a new hope. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's very fascinating. So that success that was successful. That worked. Right. Everybody loved Star Wars, so they came back in 1980 with Empire Strikes Back. Okay, hold on. That so one more thing about a new hope. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this earlier while you were talking. Because <laughs> uh, you said, or who did you watch it with? And their reactions were kind of like, oh. Like, yeah. it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that gets me is A New Hope is used along with, like, I feel like The Hobbit is used a lot as, like, a a base for this is how you tell story. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's always used for, um, like, a template of, like, yeah. you know, yeah. you got to have that. that The Hero's um, Journey. Yeah, the, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was trying to think of the book. <laughs> the Hero's Journey, like. It's always used because it's just a it's just a perfect setup of it, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, well, it's worked in the past, you know. It'll work again in the future. <laughs> Star Wars Seven, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, okay, you can go. Okay, yeah, Empire. So in this film, obviously, they had I think Keegan looked it up three times the budget, so they're able to that afford helps. quality sets, probably better camera equipment. Though though I looked that up and it was the same for all of them. Panavision film cameras with Panavision C and T series anamorphic lenses. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but like I said, it was amazing to watch that right after and just notice how more cohesive it was. There are a lot more close-ups too. Like in A New Hope, um, mm. every, a lot more plays out in wide shots and it feels more like a 70s movie. Sure. Like that, you know, the mid-shot and it just kind of pans up a little bit when characters walk closer to the camera, uh, yeah. all that sort of blocking. And in Indian Empire, I feel like there's a lot more, you know, like 50 mil or 70 millimeter shots that kind of, it makes it feel a little more intimate. You're getting a Some little more, more personal with yeah, the characters. Yeah. And it just feels more legit. I can I can see that. that. Did you know that, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but John Williams... To write the script, he had six weeks for the, for the score. To write the score, what did I say? Ah, did I, I say the like, script? Yeah, yeah. He's in the, the score. <laughs> I think I did know that actually. So every day he had to write three minutes of music per day. Oh my! Because <laughs> there he wrote I think like a hundred and twenty minutes of music for the thing, or something. Like almost every minute of the movie had score in it originally. Wow. <laughs> Is this for Empire or A New Empire. Hope? Empire. Okay. Yeah. 
Jeez. six weeks to he write that masterpiece. A, oh, he's such a creative person. Like he, yeah. to be able to sit down and do that for that long and to constantly come up with stuff and then have it be. I mean, have everybody a, knows that theme, yeah. those themes, right? He wrote the, the Imperial March <laughs> in that time, the most iconic, probably the most iconic musical theme in film history. I think Star Wars music is the most iconic as soon you can hear like one note and you're like that's from star wars (laughs) or dun dun you're like darth vader (laughs) come on man (laughs) it's darth vader um and like we were saying the story was more cohesive the lightsaber battle was much cooler Mm -hmm. and they were you know actually there yeah (laughs) the the lightsabers in a new hope were just janky i mean the noise is cool the noise will always be cool yes. but it's like you look at them and you're like oh i didn't know they were paper thin like what is yeah but, and like the the overall mood of empire is darker moodier um all the lighting is much more well it's first more consistent and much more moody yeah like like i think of um in a new hope when they're they first get out of the falcon and they're in their suits in that first room that they're in when they t- when they kick the guys out, and it's mm-hmm. like, feels like totio, to- totally studio lighting. <laughs> it's just like all bright everywhere, even lighting. And then you get to Empire in the lightsaber duel, and it's like these, it's all dark it's, and yeah. oranges and blues. Oh, I love that smoke. lightsaber fight. Ah, oh, it looks so good. Yeah, no, they did a really Our good Or shots job. like the, the dolly in, the push in on the lightsaber in the in the cave mm-hmm. when Luke's forcing it, it's going <laughs> it's like oh oh it's so good film nerd <laughs> it's like, the, this is what I've been pu- waiting for the push in yeah so when you when you watched it with uh, your friends or whatever mm-hmm. what was their reaction to five because I feel like like come you know like everybody born has heard Luke I am your father like yeah. er, like everyone's heard that but before. it's not <laughs> it's no I am your father okay well whatever but everybody th- yeah everybody thinks that it's Luke your father but I'm, what like what I'm saying is I had so like I talked to one of my friends um he's he's actually like he's a, he's a dad and he grew up watching these movies like he told me that he spent every single Saturday in the theater watching a new hope what? when it came out because like, that's all he wanted to do he's like he saw it and he just kept wanting to watch it and he wow. just went back and he just was like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen and you <laughs> know i mean he is just a major star wars fan right but that's cool um oh and i wish i really i wish i remembered what he said about this but i asked him about you know well what was your reaction to empire and like the whole you know mm-hmm. i feel like that's that's got to be the biggest plot twist in film history up until that yeah. point right and yeah I, oh man, so many times I wish I could watch it for the first time without knowing that twist know. and you'd be like, what? Because even before like me seeing it at a young age, seeing it at a young age, I knew for yeah. some reason. And I don't yeah, remember so I. why I knew, but I knew. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay. You know, I'm just watching <laughs> it like expected, but yeah. it's not expected. That's no. the thing. I, like, I want to know general or genuine reactions to that plot twist because mm-hmm. that's one of the coolest things that they possibly could have done yeah or le- but oh one thing like the people watching the new people didn't know about um luke and leia that was interesting really to see. They're like 
what really (laughs) like yep yep we're like nerding out and they're like oh interesting i feel (laughs) like i kind of didn't know that either when i was watching it for the first time through i can't say i know when i was really young i don't know if i knew that i don't know if i remember but how cool is that too it's like yeah like what each movie has its own like weird plot twist yeah But, so, what did they... Did they... We didn't get as many reactions out of them. Uh, we were staying up late, so that was the one that everybody was falling asleep at. No! <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> um, we were more awake for little, for Jedi. Okay. But, well, and then by then they knew? Yeah. They were just like... We no. kept them awake for the plot points. Well, I guess, did they know before going in? Like I was saying, how like, I feel like everybody knows that. I think they that. knew the father part. Yeah. I think everybody knows that line. We gotta find people who have never heard about Star Wars yeah. before and just <laughs> make them watch them in order. Ugh. I don't know if people are. I don't know if those people exist, Brian. No, mm. they exist. <laughs> they, they do. Somewhere. I remember coming here and meeting a few people like, I've never seen Star Wars. I'm like, you're in the film program. How have you not seen Star Wars at least? It's, um, it's, a, it's a necessary. <laughs> it's necessary, very necessary. very necessary to live in the mill you must know star wars i think at some <laughs> point in your life you like even my mom like my mom doesn't even really like watching movies but she will go to every star wars film just mm-hmm. because it's star wars mm-hmm. she doesn't even really like star wars she's just like i feel like i have to see it because <laughs> that's star wars yeah it's a cult classic it's part of our culture almost i i pff, yeah I think it's a huge part of our culture in a weird way, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, any more Empire thoughts? Things you love, things Besides you... that it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it your favorite Star Wars? I think it... Mm, oh, dude, I don't know. That's that's actually a hard question. If you If you would have asked me that, like... If you would have asked me that last year... I probably would have said yes, but now I don't know. (laughs) And the reason for that would be the Clone Wars. Oh. A whole other podcast, but that... Like the TV show? Yeah, the TV show. Not not like the event, like the the TV show and what what they did to further along the story, specifically Anakin's story, Mm -hmm. I absolutely love. Like it, it, it makes his point of view almost like you can kind of sympathize with it and you're like oh okay like maybe he has a point to some some of this like he distrusts the jedi and Hmm. how he fell is just it's it carries so much more weight to it after you watch the clone wars so much Hmm. and i mean i could i was talking to my roommate about this when we finished the fifth season the other night for like two hours just explaining like what all this means and like <laughs> all this stuff going forward so yeah i think up until up until that last season came out last year in february i i'd probably say empire was my favorite but now i almost think and obviously like i'm sure a lot of people would hate me for saying this but i almost think revenge of the sith is my favorite mm-hmm. just because of oh just because of what you what is going on during that movie yeah because they explain a little bit more of what's going on in the Clone Wars, and it just makes it so much better. So when you rewatch it, you're like, 
<gasps> like there's certain parts where your eyes just get big and you're like, no way. <laughs> I didn't, you know, like I never thought about it, but um, I do think that Empire is probably the, uh, how do I say this? Like the, the best one in terms of how it's formed or like how, how, uh, easy the story is to follow and like how cohesive mm. it is. And it just like, it clicks. Yeah. It's constantly moving forward at a, like a nice pace. Mm-hmm. So, and like the prequels kind of struggle with that <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Is that your favorite? Is Empire your favorite one? I think you've said that before, right? Yeah, I think probably. I'm I'm trying not to just say what my dad's always said because <laughs> he loves Star Wars, and so I've grown up with, um, yeah, what he's loved, and so I've been sure to go. Okay, what do I love, the best? Right, watching so it objectively. Like what, yeah, yeah. So is he is he like Empire all the way best yeah. one? Yeah, he loves Empire. That's than, interesting. My my dad than. thinks Return of the Jedi. Hmm. I think my dad um, is uh, resentful, not resentful, a little, a little sour about Ewoks sometimes. I didn't hear it until I was a little older. And he's Why? Like, he doesn't like, he th- um, I think, because um, it's a merchandising thing. I think when he, it sounds like when he originally watched it, he didn't uh, um, like that it was just a bunch of teddy bears. Maybe that's different. Sorry, I didn't drink water. <laughs> I haven't actually talked to him about Star Wars in a long time. I should do that again. I don't really have a problem with Ewoks. I feel like... I also had to yeah. go again, go back again and watch that. Okay, what do I think of the Ewoks? Did just the Ewoks. <laughs> I watched Return of the Jedi the other day just to figure out what I think about Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It is interesting that it's a bunch of teddy bears. It's an interesting choice. But I think it it still works enough. I don't I don't like it. I don't love it just as much as Empire, but mm-hmm. I do love the finality of it. If you think about it, awesome. Ewoks are like the first representation of you know, like a different kind of living thing in that universe, right? At like large. Okay. Because yeah, like as a race. Yeah. Right. Like it's, they have culture and everything right mm. it's just like you see all that or most of it mm-hmm. it's kind of like the first time they did that and they chose teddy pears <laughs> <laughs> i can uh, what i'm saying is i can see where those those people that are a little sour about it come from i can see that it might be a little disappointing to come from empire and then have a movie with a bunch of teddy bears in it i suppose so it's kind of like a letdown You're like, oh. yeah i was expecting a little bit more or something like that I can understand. I mean, that. I feel like the you know the what happens elsewhere though. Yeah, is, there's plenty to make up for it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like like not the whole, horrible by any means. The whole first couple scenes with Jabba and everything—that's pretty epic. Oh, I love that part. Or of course the final duel and everything. The music in that scene. <gasps> wow. <laughs> or just the images, like. One of my favorite images is the dolly in towards Darth Vader when he's watching Luke get it zapped. Mm. And like just that his helmet's like all dusty and grimy. Well, and, and then like the looks gritty. And then like the reflection of him yeah. getting electrocuted is showing mm-hmm. up too and he's Yes. Yeah. It's like not it's such a contrast from 
uh, you know, like cr- clean and pristine, all shiny perfectly yep. like your iPhone screen, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you see him in like this gritty at his very lowest. That's one of my favorite shots. I love, I mean, Anakin slash Darth Vader, whatever you want to call him, you know, his, mm-hmm. his character development, what he goes through all six movies is pretty crazy. It's amazing. Like, I don't know. Again, I, that's where I feel like the prequels don't get enough credit because it's like you're setting up, you know, what has been or someone who has been revered as like one of the best villains, mm-hmm. you know, in film history. And you're yeah. going through his life and how he got there. It's like that is really cool. Even just to think about it, right? It's don't think about don't think about the I hate sand, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> just just think about like the the story on paper, the story of him going through. Yes. It. Like that's so cool. Without dialogue, Without just dialogue. just forget the dialogue. Just think about the story elements. Like I said that with I talk, was talking about that with Oliver on the podcast before mm-hmm. that the story elements of the prequels are very cool like it's an amazing story yes just the the dialogue in episode two is just awful (laughs) i wish it was but it's not the worst you've ever seen with a movie right i mean i don't know i should go back and watch it again because i don't remember it being terrible i remember it being kind of like i guess i was just i couldn't you, I couldn't not hear it. You're, caught, you're like caught off guard. Yeah, you're caught off guard of just like, what did he say? Or, you know, <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of no? When they added the no from Darth Vader in episode three and they put that in Jedi. On that final shot, no. No! Grabs Emperor, throws him off the railing. What do you think of that? Because that was special edition. That was Blu-ray, I think. Are you talking about in Return of the Jedi when he throws them off? Yeah. Because that was added uh, to the 2011 Blu-ray release. Really? Yeah. I don't even know if I've seen that. Then. It's it's the ones on Disney Plus or the Blu-ray versions. Because we have... So we he have, screams no? He, I don't remember him screaming he, no, like in at the end of Revenge of the Sith when... When he's in his suit and they're like in that in the armory place. Right. He's like, and he's forcing everything. Yeah, and he's like, he's like no, no. Yeah. That sort of thing. They put they, that in Return of the yep, Jedi? Yep. I so would when, not like, I've never seen that, but I would not like that. <laughs> so when he's, when he's looking at Luke and he goes like, no, and he looks over to Emperor, the Emperor and he, no, picks him up. No, I think that's unnecessary. Yeah. Did you, do you think that it's necessary? I mean, just you telling me about it, I'm like, no, I don't feel like that would fit. I'm like watching no, it in my head. I wish, I want to see it again just without saying anything. Well, I have those versions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, th- we have the 2004 DVDs, so they don't have that added in, thankfully. Same, yeah. The, like box, it's like a It is interesting. Set. I've watched a lot of like the people on YouTube, they'll put side-by-sides of the original the DVD and the Blu-ray and all the different changes. Mm-hmm. Like th- like the new color grades on the latest releases, they look really good. But I'm like, I'm torn between, do you mess with the original? <laughs> oh, but it looks so good. Like Empire with like, they, they really finesse the blue looks because there's a lot of blue in that yeah, film. It looks sure. really good. So I, I like, I appreciate the clarity and the, the remastered editions. 
I don't appreciate all the added stuff very much. Have you seen the original? Original? Like, that was in the theaters? I think I've seen the VHS versions, which I believe are pretty much untouched. Like, the VHS versions from the 80s. Okay. Because I don't even think I've seen those. I literally think I've only seen... Mm-hmm. The, the DVD Yeah, I think sets. I watched it on VHS one time, and you can see, like, when the TIE Fighters go past, you can see the green, the blue screen boxes. Like, you can see really? where remnants of, like, oh, cool. you can see little <laughs> little artifacts of, oh, that's where the blue screen is. That's where their, that's that's so where their, that's where their mask is. Hmm. Yeah. Because I'm wondering, like, I really... Like, what do you think about all the different versions that they've been coming out with, with the original trilogy? It's like, how much can you keep messing with it? Yeah. And like I, adding stuff or making it better, so to say. I don't see the point of adding all the CG creatures. Oh, that's totally, yeah. Cause Why? We, what? Yeah, because it's not adding anything, and it's it's distracting. Especially in, like, A New Hope. Have you seen, like, yes. the giant, like, dinosaur yeah, that just walks that across walks screen? in front like, of the camera. I don't want to. I don't want to see the elephant rhino's butt for three <laughs> seconds, covering up the scene. That one I have the biggest problem with. Like, why? You're literally just just delete the scene if you don't want it there. And it doesn't. It doesn't fit at all. Like no. the rest of the movie is not that busy, so they put all of this busyness in most honestly. It's like, well, that doesn't or, fit. And like the sound effects, the sound design that goes with those is like very prominent in the mix. You're like, okay, George. You want me to notice this thing? It's jumping yeah, but, out of yeah, me. Yeah, and then it's like, why? Yeah, it's is not. It, is there a point to notice? Like, there's it? the no. the oh, what are they called? The green lizards that the stormtroopers ride. You know the names of all the animals of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I don't know any of the names of like. I can't remember what they're called. Because I remember one time looking. If if you look up what this creature is, there's like every single creature in Star Wars has like a. You know, just a giant Wikipedia page yeah. on it. Of w- like Wikipedia. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much stuff is on <laughs> everything. But like, why do we need to draw attention to those things that he added? Like, or even in Jabba's palace. Excuse me. There's, there's just like a thing in the background. Added. There's a dude just standing with the rest of the people. Looks totally CG. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can tell he's. Uh. Just, uh, or the Jabba scene in a, new, in a New Hope. Have you seen that? Well, which one? I mean... The one where he's walking by the Falcon? Yeah. Talking with Han Solo. So, with, like, the original one or, like, the one with Jabba the, in it? Because it's not in the theatrical release. Right. But it's in the DVDs, I think. And it's definitely in the Blu-ray. Because there's two versions. Because wasn't Jabba an actual human? Yeah. 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 I've seen so that. So, eyeline's not even... Han's, like, looking down at his chest... Not even looking into his eyes. Holy word. Ah, why? And That's kind of crazy, actually, that they just took the guy out and they completely yeah. redid Jabba That's as, like, a slug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't understand. Like, a lot of the additions, they might be more fine if the CG didn't look so bad. Like, um, the one thing I'm thinking of is or like yeah in a new hope they added rocks like in front of r2d2 when he's hiding yeah and you I can when you one. see you're like that looks totally photoshopped <laughs> like there's just a shadow what what shadow behaves like that like it's very 
distinct shadow inside this canyon that has no no direct sunlight coming through. I feel through. like I remember someone going over all of this, like all the different changes they made from the original to, yeah. you know, with all the whatever. And I'm like, wow, they did? Because, you know, you watching it, because I, I didn't watch the original's original. Mm-hmm. I watched, I. like, the DVD version, so I didn't even yeah, know. Too. Right? And, like, back when you're that long, you're not going to notice that it looks Photoshopped because you're just like, yeah, it's R2-D2. <laughs> but... Going, someone going over all that, and I was watching it, and I'm like, wow, they really changed a lot. Yeah. And then I started thinking the same thing we're talking about. It's like, why'd they do that? Why do they feel the need that, well, there should have been rocks here? I, well, guess, I, just, he, I guess George just wants to refine it, I guess. Keep refining it. But I feel like... You can't just you should, keep doing that, you should have You should be able to walk away from a project and say, I'm done. I've completed it. Because to be honest, the only thing that would make those three those three original movies better and please don't ever do this as if they remade them right like yeah. you'd, you'd have to remake it with you'd um, have to be perfectly remade them. <laughs> oh my don't, word yeah. don't make don't remake them now they'll mess it don't up because i was already mad with uh the solo movie yeah just because it. the fact that they han solo not with harrison ford i <laughs> i hated that because i'm like it's just you're giving free reign now for them to go back and remake the old ones if they want to. Yeah, and I don't. Well, and the want thing was, I was watching Solo and like, it didn't feel like I was watching. I didn't even most of the film. I was like, I had to keep reminding myself, oh yeah, this is this is this supposed is, to be Han Solo. Yeah, it just felt like a different person because it I also. Know, I know it's not Han Solo. To me, it also didn't really feel like a Star Wars movie for most of it. Yeah, it was very different because I remember I remember watching it and you know I mean midnight releases for all Star Wars movies except for Solo. Right, it's like me and my friends. We went and we were just like, before it started, we we all looked at each other, and someone goes, "Is anyone excited for this movie?" And then we're like, "No, not really." Right, and then we out, you know, afterwards we're talking about it. And we're like, "Yeah, that kind of felt weird." Mm-hmm. Like it's a decent story. Again, on paper, if you just look at the story, it's a decent story. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like. How, I just the, I really don't like how they recast Han Solo. Yeah, and some of the explanation. This is another podcast episode, obviously. <laughs> but like some of the just all the backstory, like things that I think should have remained mysterious with Han Solo, like they were explained. Like, oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah, like it should. I would almost want it to be mysterious because yeah, he's a mysterious. That's part of his character. He's a mysterious guy. To be honest, he's one of my favorite. He well. Who's your favorite character of the original trilogy? Because he's, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think, I love I think Han Solo in Empire is probably my favorite character. Yeah. He's just <laughs> so... Uh, his dialogue is so witty in that film. I, I love that Laugh type of... Fuzzball. <laughs> I love that, like, his type of character, just like the scoundrel, yep. <laughs> almost like bounty hunter type person where you're yeah. just... It was funny to see what the new people laughed at when we want, like... The Han Solo lines that they laughed did at. They, what did they laugh at? They laughed at um, when Leia says, I love you. And he says, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they laughed at that. I was like, oh, yeah, that is funny, isn't it? forgot that was it. <laughs> I know. I, I've just always grown up. Didn't with, he? That's, exact, that's what he says. But, yeah, I know, right? But it's like, oh, like, that is, that's, that's a funny line. Because when you watch it when you're four or five, you don't know any. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, that's what he says. It's fine. Yep. You don't like, you're not able to like uh, assess it. What what is this? That's just what it is. I wonder if I would. I haven't seen Empire in a long time. I wonder if I'd laugh at that or if I think it's weird. <laughs> I probably would. Didn't he? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Didn't he improv that? I don't know. That line. I don't think he was supposed to say that. Really? 
I think he was supposed to say, like, I love you too or something. Like, something normal. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was well, like, that, that wouldn't yeah. have been Han Solo. I know, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been him. He has to be... He has to be witty. I, and I, I love his character. Yeah. Well, we're about out of time for the original trilogy. That was fun. <laughs> we could have a whole show about Star Wars, honestly. I know, you could just keep going on for pretty much every movie. So what's your... Your favorite is Empire... What's your so. least favorite out of the three? Rise of Skywalker. Oh, out of... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a later, later episode. that's a later episode. Out of the three? <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I didn't even let you finish. I'm sorry. That's funny. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You like Rise of Skywalker less than The Last Jedi? Yes. I feel like Rise of Skywalker is barely even a story. Wow, it's so actually, in, yeah. It's so inconher- incoherent. Uh, but my least favorite of the original trilogy? Hmm. I don't know. Cause it's hard, isn't it? I, it's very hard. <laughs> Thanks, Brennan. I, will, I very much like Jedi. And though A New Hope is kind of campy sometimes, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's I love it because of it. It's so classic. But if... If, like, I knew nothing about Star Wars, I'd probably say A New Hope is my least favorite. Just because of... Just because of it being a little, like... Like, you can tell that, you know, they didn't yeah. have all the yeah. resources to yes. really do what they wanted to kind of a deal. And it's... And, and like, Luke's not a really likable person in the film either. In the first, I mean, throughout <laughs> it, he's kind of a whiny character. Whiny hero. I wonder where he gets that from. <laughs> No, because I, someone asked me that once. They were like, "What's your least favorite Star Wars film?" And I'm like, "I don't know." You know, but like you can say, "Oh, my favorite is Empire," yeah, right. But it's like, "Well, what's your least favorite?" I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then you start thinking, "Huh? Do I not have a least favorite because yeah. you kind of need all of them?" Like, you know what I mean? Oh, that's where, a that's a very good point. Where yeah. it's it, where it's like if you had to get rid of one, you know those like Twitter posts. Oh. Where it's like, if you had to get rid of one of these series, what would it be? And you're like, none of them. <laughs> right? So then you just don't answer. So what's, you, what's, what's your least favorite of the original trilogy? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like they all need to be there as, like, the way I see them is just they're all part of a big story. Yeah. Right? They all have to be present. They all need yeah, like each you, other. You need all of them to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. So, so I guess it's a matter of which one do you think was the least well executed somebody's oh. screaming in the in the end <laughs> hey, did you hear that i don't know i that's just such a hard question <laughs> i can't i'm not gonna say empire because no. i think empire is probably the best out of the three yeah but I don't, I don't want to say A New Hope because I think it was done and made really well, especially for it being the first one, hmm. you know, of that, right? And Return of the Jedi was amazing. It wasn't on the Empire level for me of, of those three, but it was still amazing. Yeah. So it's like, how do you pick between... If someone forced, if someone put a gun to my head and said you have to pick one, I'd probably say A New Hope. Probably for the same reasons that, like, you're thinking of. Yeah. But I think they're all kind of equally important. I don't know. Like, they're all very, very good. And they're, yeah, they're all good. So. Yeah. 
Well, at least the old ones are. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a that's a topic for. Have they come out podcast. with a four K version of them? They are. I think the Blu-ray. Yeah, they have four K. Um, like yes. the Ultra HD yeah. stuff. So yep. did they add more CG characters to block the camera? Or? I don't think they added more characters. I think they did more color grading stuff, though. Okay, so I can more see tweaking. That. You probably need that. Yeah, but yeah. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You never know what they're going to do next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next time, we'll get into the prequels, probably. We've got those spinoffs. We're going in order of release, right? Yes, correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was fun, Brandon. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thanks for having me yet, yet again. <laughs> yes, we'll have you on again soon. Thanks again, listeners, for tuning in to the Peterman Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we'll see you next time.